have always been drawn to communities in a quest to get a sense of belonging. Over the years, many iconic brands have used the power of communities to drive their brand image. Media professionals have far too often heard of the Harley Davidson or the Royal Enfield case studies that are still sustaining without any proactive efforts made by the brand. But how are these communities formed? And more importantly, how are they sustained in the absence of a physical product like a bike? To answer some of these questions, I interact with Ismail Lakhrawala, the co-founder of Explore the Earth, which is a travel community of over 3,000 people. He talks about the power of genuine giving and its impact in building and sustaining robust communities. Hi, I'm Harshit Pai and this is The Disrupt Show. Welcome to the second episode of The Disrupt Show. Uh, this time we have with us Ismail Lakhrawala. He's the co-founder of Explore the Earth, which is this really amazing travel community. So Ismail, along with his two other co-founders, Akshay and Saranj, have traveled to around 12 destinations in the last 12 months. And he's here to tell the story. Welcome to The Disrupt Show, Ismail. Thank you. Thank you, Harshit, for inviting me. Happy to be here. So like thousands of people, I love your Instagram page and the sort of content that you guys put out. But it was very recently that I found out that you know that Explore the Earth was also featured on the Lonely Planet, which is huge. So how did you guys start off with Explore the Earth? What was the initial thought behind it? And how are things going right now? Okay, so I think it started uh, just as my personal blog back in college uh, in Bangalore. This is around 2016, I guess. And we had traveled to a place uh, called Kurg, which is near Bangalore. And uh, we had a bad experience. And I felt like uh, this information, the scam, like it was a typical tourist scam. Uh, the taxi driver just robbed us kind of thing. Uh, like he promised a lot of things and didn't deliver. And we, I just felt like this information, if I had before my trip, I wouldn't have been like uh, such a fool as a tourist. So I felt like uh, I should document this and just put it out on the internet. So I started up a blog that very day after my trip and just recorded the information and everything that you need to know before you visit Kurg. And since then, I started documenting all my trips as itineraries or blog posts on that similar same blog. Uh, that continued all the way from college, even one year after college, when we were in our corporate jobs and everything. And that's when the uh, like three of us were college friends, school friends, and like you know, good company and travel buddies all the way from college. So it was always the they were always the first person I shared an idea with, and they had the idea like, why keep it to your blog only? Why not like make it a community blog or a you know like a, a thing which people share each with each other? Like if this becomes a travel community, more people will be able to get the benefit rather than just your personal experience. And that's when we started formulating the idea that Explore the Earth can be not just our personal blog, but a bigger community that connects travelers and helps each other travelers with authentic and personal information. So we started this officially in 2019, January. It's almost three years now. Yeah, three years now. It has since evolved in a lot different way than what it, we started as. Uh, but the core value of providing helpful information and creating a community that helps each others, like creating a travel community that helps each others, that has been constant in whatever we are doing right now after three years. Okay, that's quite an amazing story. And I and what you said about uh you know, you you sharing your experience about Kurg, I found very interesting because, you know, the way Indians 
travel has changed very significantly i think we can all agree that when we were uh, children there was one way to travel you go to a travel agent you choose among the limited packages that they have available and then you go to these very common uh, touristy sorts of places mm-hmm. but now this yeah. uh, now we see uh, this change coming about where people are going to these different places all by themselves they're making their own plans going to new places and exploring and you know enjoying themselves so how do you think this change came about from going from a very templatized form of tourist uh, touristing yeah. to this uh, new trend of traveling uh i think the factor that has came up is the internet mm-hmm. uh like the way the information is easily avail- available uh, mm-hmm. that has and once you see someone do it you feel the urge to do it Uh, yeah. and i think there were always people who were adventurers and explorers who you know mm-hmm. ventured into the unknown and traveled to far off corners of the world it was just yeah. that they didn't have an instagram account then <laughs> to yeah. post yeah. about all this <laughs> yeah so i guess uh, their stories never were like mass publicized and like they were not uh, on your news feed every day so yeah. not a lot of them were attempting this but now that since the ease of communication access to information and you know convenience has erupted so much everywhere mm-hmm. like people yeah. are it's not such a big risk that you are risking your life by exploring a new place it's yeah. just a new adventure so i think that has shifted the way people are traveling and that has been like with the younger generation that has started uh, giving them you know more uh, fun and a sense of accomplishment better than just touring a place or sightseeing through a place yeah but do you see this enthusiasm for exploring you know dying down a bit because of covid how has the pandemic changed the whole travel scene for people will it impact the way travel is done significantly in the future what how do you see this sort of space changing uh covid has definitely uh, reshaped travel i would say it hasn't mm-hmm. stopped at all i mean i'm sure you would have seen uh yeah. like for a few months travel was banned but the moment it opened up there was like a concept of revenge tourism yeah. like i have not been out i need to get out so even people who are not taking a trip had to take a trip just to get <laughs> out of that covid mindset for a change yeah. you know so travel is never going to stop i think as long as that spirit of you know enthusiasm and curiosity and like uh, to explore exists so mm-hmm. definitely but it's going to change like in just last 2 years the concept mm. of vacations and staycations just came into place yeah. uh like you travel to a place and you work out from there and that was because yeah. of covid so travel is going to change a lot uh people mm-hmm. are going to travel differently but obviously it has not stopped maybe there was there is a temporary setback due to the virus and spreading but mm-hmm. it's not going to like have a negative impact overall on the longer game Yeah. So what you said about these vacations I found very interesting because recently I went to um this place called Kalga in Himachal Pradesh which is near Tosh. Okay. And over wow. there many of these places many of these people who had come there were staying mm-hmm. out of these small small hostels that are there in Kalga and they were working out of there because network is relatively better over there as compared to other places. And when we asked them how they got to know about people coming here and working from here they said you know they heard from other people so what i'm coming yeah. to over here is i want to bring in the whole aspect of uh, community travel community over here because these people heard word of mouth that you know there's something called as vacation happening over here 
so mm-hmm. uh, i think you guys have done a very good job when it comes to building a robust community uh, around uh, travel so usually communities you know they are built around icons like the bikers community around royal enfield or harley davidson or they are built around strong ideologies like uh, you know there's a mm-hmm. community behind political leaders and things like that i was very yeah. interested to know how have you guys gone on to build this travel community what was your strategy and how is it going uh, currently mm. okay so like uh... uh when initially we thought that we want uh, to like people to you know join the conversation that we want to have like mm-hmm. it's we just didn't want to keep it to ourselves and wanted to include the community like uh first thing we realized was we had to give first before asking yeah so we started ourselves we started providing helpful information in any way that we can like we were out on quora uh we were out on facebook groups helping answer questions about travel like whatever info we had you know mm-hmm. and uh we had a website but instead of promoting that website and like uh you come and contribute we were like starting the conversation so first yeah. we had to be uh giving before we can ask anything yeah and then we started asking our friends family and then the, like the word spreads about you know uh, yeah. like uh so that's that was one way and about the community like we don't have a short short strat- strategy like this is the step 1 and you follow all the way to step 10 but mm-hmm. a few things that we do i would just like like mention them in key terms so one is mm-hmm. like digital spaces are a big thing obviously today uh, yeah. everything is digital because of covid uh, yeah. but we realized that physical was an equally strong you know uh, way to build a community Mm-hmm. So before covid we used to organize trips for like minded travelers too. So we used to gather a bunch of travelers, we used to go to a place and have a good time with them. So we had like explored a few places like Shivrajpur, Hampi, Gokarna, uh, okay. all these places uh, mm-hmm. which are like not typical tourist places but are fun to explore out and you know have a good time with like minded people. So, so when we went go there out, So you guys yeah. went there and explored these places yourselves and then made an itinerary of the sort of things that you wanted other people to experience. Yeah, so we well. had been to these places. So first time like we go out and see how the circumstances are and like what the situation and infrastructure exists. And then immediately like in the following weeks we like float the flyer uh that we are going there with 20 like-minded individuals and this is going to be the approx cost for a person if you want to join in. Like this is we have these many spots left. and then when the date comes we travel with them like we don't send it send them on the trip we instead go with them on the trip and that connects us with 20 different people you know for 3 days straight like for 3 days you are living with them eating with them talking to them interacting with them and we plan like uh campfires and like mafia games on that campfire night and so you know there is a lot of interaction with everybody <clears throat> and that bond of like 20 people bonding physically uh because like you are stuck with them for 3 days believe it like <laughs> in any way so yeah. that is much more bonding and rewarding in building a community too mm-hmm. like other than the digital because in digital you leave a like you drop a comment and that's all the interaction you have had this yeah. is instead of that 3 times more so physical spaces are also equally important for building mm-hmm. a community i would suggest mm-hmm. uh as equal as digital uh and then there are like a few common marketing or whatever you say like branding like there should be constant recalls and reminders about the okay. agenda that you are trying to propagate you know not directly but like this group 
if 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 I'm running a Facebook group for like travel Q and A updates and everything, where you can yeah. like just come and get answers. So I would like to remind time and again that this group is meant for these things. Ah, uh, mm. so new people joining, the people who had joined previously but have forgot, they have constantly reminded and updated about the motives of the community and everything. Why we are together here. Wow. And at the end of the day, you have to be uh, ready to invest a lot of time if you're trying to build a like a build a community uh, mm. equally. Like uh, it it won't happen that people start coming uh, mm. to the community. You will have to be taking a lead in uh, you know developing that community because as you mm. said that uh, with objects like there is a Harley community, so you don't yeah. actually need to spend time. The product is the what what is calling people but in this case yeah. uh since you're taking an initiative of building a community uh mm-hmm. which is not around something like this like uh, a product uh you will have to invest a lot of time in building time, community building yeah so be ready for that and like let it grow patiently it's not going to happen overnight it's yeah. going to like you have to find one one person who is mm-hmm. relating to you and then over time that adds up to the whole community and i think so yeah and i think what is also interesting is you started off by saying that we started off with the intention of giving and genuinely telling yeah. people informing people about uh, travel options and i think that has helped a lot uh, for you guys to build this community because this is there's an element of genuineness you you are not like a tourist agent who is there for just like a transaction but you're more yeah. from a feeling of giving i think that has helped maybe uh, build your community agreed, agreed. and so that strong. is a must uh, that is yeah. a must if that is not one of your goals uh mm-hmm. you are going to be disappointed because i'm sure that it's not that rewarding uh yeah. <laughs> you know like <laughs> if you're not seeing that growth uh yeah. you'll stop caring about it and that's when it dies down so that feeling of unselfless giving should yeah. come as one of the agendas if not the only okay um another interesting thing that i saw about explore the earth is you guys go to places which many people might not have heard of like i remember you guys had gone on this uh, daira bugle trek uh, and and very yeah. recently you were at the nirvana hamta pass and now i heard of them for the first time when i visited okay. your page like i'd never heard of those places before so how do you go about finding these places and how do you uh, you know peak the curiosity of your audience and how important is curiosity in building this community because when i was seeing your stories ismail i was just mm-hmm. waiting for your next update i wanted to know more because when you when you had gone to this nirvana hamta pass it was mm-hmm. filled with snow i wanted to know if you guys were okay how is the facility there what are you guys doing so i was just waiting for the next story to come out yeah uh so it's it's like not a uh, you know like a planned out thing that we are going mm-hmm. to go and explore here but it's yeah. just that uh, we are it, it's it's the type of personality that we have you know like we want yeah. to uh like not just it, it's it's completely selfish here like i'm not doing it for my viewers when i'm going to a new place i'm going okay. go, going there for myself you know it's yeah. my own uh, curiosity and want and like desire to go out in the unknown or venture out or try and you know explore a new place yeah. so if because of that i think uh, that reciprocates to the viewer as well like yeah. if i am genuinely interested interested in doing that i'm sure mm-hmm. as a viewer uh, it might help peak that curiosity too yeah uh, i think it's the genuine genuine passion that is resonating with the audience <laughs> i guess yeah so so if i, I i'm not at all a foodie you know so yeah. like uh, uh, i i wouldn't 
venture out and uh, try out some random cuisines and restaurants and pubs and all that i mean yeah. i wouldn't be doing it that genuinely for the mm. viewer i might just do yeah. it because i mean i'm sure 80% people like food and exploring yeah. food yeah uh, so i even if i go and uh, do it over mm-hmm. time like i won't be that consistent and genuine in my efforts but yeah. with the places i'm it's my sense of adventure which i the thrill i get so and uh, one thing leads to another like i am not always sure that i will find a good place or i will find something which is really offbeat in this region uh sometimes okay. it, uh, it's like pre-planned research like i do google earth and google maps and see the satellite views how mm-hmm. it looks you know or, or on yeah. the map like if it's surrounded by a lake or if it's a peak and there is a lake on the other side so you might find, want to climb the peak and all uh, yeah. and sometimes it's just a word of mouth like so uh, since we go to places like these people mm-hmm. uh with like-minded interest would connect with me and yeah. th- that's again the community comes in like someone yeah. in the community has explored it and since it's a like-minded people's community they would share mm-hmm. it with only that people rather than on an instagram post or a facebook post yeah and yeah that just uh, leads to okay like let's go and visit that place since we are going here yeah i mean i just want to uh, uh, just want to know your experience of the nirvana hamta pass because i found it extremely fascinating how was the experience yeah. staying at that place it was i mean w- what was that place man i've never seen anything like that before and i was shocked that, to see something like that in india so it's a, a small village called sethan only mm-hmm. hardly like a 30 40 houses in that village okay. and it's about 14 15 kilometers up from manali so oh, you reach manali okay. and then you go towards uh, the spreni village like there's a road that goes up on the mountain mm-hmm. okay and the uh, property we stayed at was called nirvana hamta retreat uh, basically okay. they have like made geodesic domes uh, mm-hmm. like made out of canvas and uh, glass uh, okay. which are facing the valley below so when you are sleeping mm-hmm. inside it's you are in a dome Uh, okay. a kind of like a, a modern igloo and in okay. front of you there is a big glass viewing uh, you know like a balcony kind of thing where you are wow. looking at the beautiful view below and it was snowing constantly for 2 3 days so wow. uh, we were kind of stuck in snowfall but we had all the facilities and infrastructure needed mm-hmm. uh, for those 2 3 days and it was a surreal experience like it was only second time in my life i was experiencing snow and snowfall okay Okay. And uh, I was like, and there are like huge uh, forests around, uh, like pine and yew tree, uh, mm. long trees, like almost twenty, thirty meter high trees all wow. around you. So wow. yeah, and like we didn't see like hardly we saw ten, twelve people <laughs> on okay. this entire trip. <laughs> so it's so, so it's largely unexplored. Uh, what, it is uh, not unexplored like a lot of people go, but uh, the only reason people mainly go is the Hamta Pass trek. so okay. that is a very popular trek near manali called hamta mm-hmm. pass and the base mm-hmm. for that is from sethan so in okay. summers that is mm-hmm. from june to let let's say august mm-hmm. uh that is the peak time for visiting this place because the trek is open and everyone treks from there okay. but in okay. winters it completely changes because the trek is closed hardly any people visit but then yeah. it becomes a, like a winter wonderland full of snow and it has it receives a lot more snow than manali yeah so we visited at a time when it's uh, less popular okay okay so when is when is this series coming out i, I just saw you finished your rishikesh series when is the yes. nirvana hamta series coming out 
hopefully in a week or two yeah so mostly by end of jan you should be yeah. yeah and we also like publish our experience and vlog and everything on youtube so that yeah. should be coming in the next month too like how and everything like all the details about the property the place what you can do in all the seasons and all that info will be out in that vlog wow i can't wait uh yeah. i just want to uh, bring in this really beautiful quote uh, written by this mm-hmm. uh, author called Marianne uh, Radmacher so she says that you know i am not the same having seen the moon shine on the other side of the world so um, uh, so ismail you have gone to various places and you have traveled a lot so i wanted to ask uh, ask you what are some new things you learned while you guys uh, were on your journey were there any self realizations that you had or did you come across some interesting people that you would like to talk talk about uh uh i i haven't like sat down and you know introspected on this answer yet <laughs> like uh what have i learned from my travels cause uh but i i think i i i recently was reading a book uh, this mm-hmm. uh, the very famous book uh, brief history of every uh, brief history of time stephen hawking yeah. and carl sagan had given an introduction and mm-hmm. one quote just uh, like one line resonated very nicely like he was saying that people often forget about the machine that has been going on for 1000 years in the sky uh, which is like giving heat and light every day every night without yeah. like one malfunction you know and then yeah. people forget about the force that is gluing them to the earth and stopping them from like being uh, centrifugal out into space like gravity and sun and everything and i realized mm-hmm. like and, and and he was saying that people don't think about these things every day yeah but i just came to realize that uh, when you're traveling it's these things that you are like noticing and observing day in day out very wherever i am going you know every mm. every place will have like a sunset a sunrise and uh, every place will have those same natural elements uh, to experience there like it will be the land the ocean the mountain but yeah. it will be the landscapes that you are absorbing every day every every night and the more you are traveling the more you are you know uh, realizing that this is earth and this is life and not mm. the material world that we are building and getting lost yeah. in day in day out wow. i mean <laughs> uh yeah i mean i do feel that i think more on this because i'm getting to travel more yeah uh yeah so i guess that is one interesting feeling i had while reading that book <laughs> yeah that's that's quite an observation and and i think you've already put in some thought although you might not have sat down and thought about this but i think I, there's already something going on there <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> so wait for my book in a few years maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah i yeah, would love to would love to yeah. read that uh, so i would like to ask you one final question so we might mm-hmm. so as you know and i know i i don't know if i if i can bring this up in the show also i think you're you tested positive for covid right after you came back from uh, hamta pass yes and yes. we might be seeing uh, another wave coming in so mm-hmm. so what now how do you see things going ahead from here uh i would like immediately obviously stay in your houses stop traveling and uh, just uh, be safe and take care of your loved ones Yeah. that is the immediate message uh but once we are back on track we are like on level terms mm-hmm. after covid like like once we have it under control i would say travel is again going to change a bit uh yeah. because in just uh, I, it's not going to stop ever uh, that is for sure uh 
it's going to evolve and it's going to evolve faster because of the covid the more like it goes through the hardships the uh, better or the faster the change is going to come and the way the staycations and vacations have came in just 2 years mm-hmm. i feel a more they will be evolving into something like more you know which gives more value as a traveler to you yeah uh, i don't know what exactly it's going to take shape into but mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure like after this wave if it's going to be a wave that is like a complete lockdown and everything yeah. uh, then yeah. it's definitely going to change the way we are going to go back you know like people are not going to visit the popular places for a while people yeah. may skip like goa manali and all that places and uh, go more local uh, mm. like after the second wave what we did was instead of going out of uh, you know like our homes mm-hmm. uh, we went like we took a car and went down on like camping trips in just one or two day vicinity so we avoided okay. all people all cities all infrastructure we had no connection it was just yeah. pure nature our tent and we leaving our house in our own car coming back in our own car no other contact okay. and we did a lot of such trips sometimes we used to like tie our bicycle at the back of the car and like go okay. cycling around in the like of you know hills so mm-hmm. these this kind of things are going to pop up more and more i guess uh, okay. people are going to like change Uh, the way they have been traveling well i think it's going to be really exciting i think travel is going to get really really exciting in the future i think you can do a yes. lot of what you do at home but while traveling <laughs> i think agreed. that's going to be agreed agreed yeah yeah that yeah yeah the digitalization is like completely changing the what you can do at home and what you not can't do at home you know like so yeah. now all you need is a laptop and internet and i guess internet has reached almost majority of the corners <laughs> Yeah. so nothing is stopping now yeah so it was great interacting with you ismail i i learned a lot from your travel experiences although i'm not as well traveled as you are but i could get a sense of your genuine passion and uh, i'm and i can't wait to go to rishikesh because i just saw that series on your instagram uh, so maybe as soon as this uh, you know curbs lift up i think i'll just go to a trip to rishikesh and i'll keep that your 12 things to know when you're in rishikesh as <laughs> my primary guide so thank you very much yeah. ismail for coming on to the show it was a pleasure having you here thank you thank you so much Hi guys. If you like what you heard and want to hear more such stories, then do subscribe to the Disrupt show, where I speak to young media professionals about the disruptions they're creating in the industry. Mm-hmm.